Welcome to Beyond Sport with Fiona Stewart. In this podcast, I chat to athletes, coaches, and industry professionals about their sporting journey and the lessons they've learned along the way. Guests range from Olympians to the everyday lover of sport, but the message stays the same. There is so much more to sport than what meets the eye. Make sure you hit subscribe on Apple Podcasts or follow on Spotify so you don't miss the release of each new episode. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram at Beyond Sport with Fiona Stewart. I'd love to hear from you. Today's episode is with a young changemaker in the world of sport, Abby, the creator of Her Way magazine. Abby, who is 11 years old, said that a lack of magazines dedicated to female sport motivated her to create one herself. Not only this, but she's donating $1, which is 50% of each sale, to UNICEF's Empowering Girls Through Cricket Appeal. Her first issue has been out for a month and the November issue is actually dropping the day this podcast is released. So make sure you head to Abby underscore Herway on Instagram to check out this incredible magazine. With that being said, if you know someone who's doing incredible things through sport and using their love for sport as a tool for good, I ask you to please send them my way. Send me a message through on Instagram at Beyond Sport with Fiona Stewart. I want to hear and share the fantastic ways people are using sport to help their community. In this chat, you get a little behind the scenes insight into Abby's passion of sport and some of her most memorable moments. This is a short and sweet episode, but the message behind what Abby is doing is incredible. Let's get into it. I guess I'll start off with asking, what sport is your favourite sport, Abby? <laughs> um, I think I have two favourite sports. I mean, I like most sports, but if I had to pick two, I would pick AFL and cricket because I've, I guess, liked them for quite a while now. Yeah, and you've been playing AFL for a few years now. What was it about AFL footy that you liked the most or that has drawn you to it the most? Well, I actually got into AFLW from cricket, from going to a cricket game. I guess I like it because it's kind of a mix of a few sports. Like you can bounce the ball and you can mark and you can kick the ball as well. So I think I just enjoy it. Also, I like team sports, I guess, more than individual sports. So I just enjoy being on a team. And I think AFL is a good sport to make friends. Yeah, definitely. And you have had some amazing opportunities through that. So you've even been able to travel interstate down to Adelaide and Melbourne and play at the halftime Oz Kick show pretty much, isn't it? Like those matches. Yeah, I, when I, I was um, actually an Oz Kicker of the Year nominee for in 2019. So yeah, I got to go down to Adelaide and I stayed there for I think a week and then I went to Melbourne in September and that was a really cool experience because yeah I got to go to the AFL grand final in Melbourne and I got to play a little Oscar game in, at halftime so that was probably a few of the coolest days of my life I guess. Yeah oh my gosh I didn't realize you played at the grand final one that's amazing <laughs> what did that feel like with all those people there? Um. Well I'm pretty sure there were over a hundred thousand people there because it was I guess it was it, it was a good grand final although I didn't get to watch much of it because <laughs> I wasn't getting ready but I remember it being quite cold um I don't know why I remember that but it was really fun and I I think there were 10 girls so I played with them and one of the girls I'm still really good friends with now so yeah it was a great experience 
Oh, and that's two years later and you're still good friends with her. How awesome is that? That's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> so I actually watched an interview in 2009. I think it was maybe the round four one. So it must have been the Adelaide one. And you mentioned that if you got the Oz Kicker of the Year that you'd get a puppy. Have you gotten that puppy yet? <laughs> I think I've been wanting a dog for about nine years now. Also, I said something to myself. I promised that if I got a dog, I would teach it to skateboard because <laughs> I've seen videos of dogs skateboarding. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I just really wanted a dog. Oh, that's what, well, you're learning skateboarding. We were saying before you, we were recording that you have been doing a little bit of skateboarding in lockdown. So I guess you're on your way to getting that dog skateboarding on the skateboard, even if you're an adult, <laughs> you know, you're, you're learning how to skateboard first. I'm pretty sure that if I get a dog, it'll be better at skateboarding than me. Oh, that's okay. I think uh, you might uh, be able to start an Instagram account for your dog as well. Like I know my dog's got his own Instagram and he's more famous than I am. <laughs> yes. So um, the magazine's got an Instagram account. And I think a few days ago, uh, a dog's account, like a dog Instagram account started following me. So that was pretty cool. Oh, how cool is that? That's awesome. So we're actually going to touch on the magazine. So you're a huge advocate for women in sport. Like, where did that come from? Did that come from like your parents exposing it to you, like female sport? I think I, I when I originally started going to sporting events, they were all men's ones like basketball and AFL. But then the first ever women's sporting event I think I went to was a cricket game um that's where I also found my liking of um AFL so I guess men's sport was kind of how I got into women's sport but as soon as I found out because I didn't really know that women could play AFL and basketball but as soon as I found out about women's sport I've been loving it ever since I've been to a, a lot of games and yeah I guess if I hadn't gone to that cricket game I wouldn't have had this magazine yeah, exactly. And it's pretty cool that, you know, you're growing up and you're seeing females playing sport in person, but also on the TV. Like I know when I was growing up, I'm almost 26. So when I was growing up, AFL women's wasn't a thing and you didn't really see many females playing sport. Like you saw the swimmers and at the Olympics, but you didn't get to see as much. So it's awesome that you're growing up and seeing it. And now you've got your own magazine. So her way, where did that idea come from? So I first got the idea when I was in a medical appointment, so at a waiting room there, and I was looking at the shelves of magazines, and I picked up three magazines, which were about sport, and I read through them, and I realized that there were only a few pages in the middle about women's sport, so then I said, like, in my head, like, I was thinking, why aren't there any magazines about women's sport, and then um, I think it was a few, probably more than a few weeks now, but I'd say a month ago, my dad brought me and my sister um, a magazine about celebrities and actors and singers from America and Australia. So that's when I finished reading it, I said, why aren't there any magazines just about women's sport? So my dad said, why don't you make one? And here I am. 
and it has blown up. Like it is amazing. I remember purchasing it and reading through it and I was like, wow, like this is incredible. It's got things like, you know, you've written an editor's note, you've got birthdays, like the October birthdays. You've even got a social media shout out for a, a woman in sport who's doing amazing on social media. You've got, I really enjoyed your Oz Kickers diary where you spoke about, you know, your experience and yeah, you've got a book review. You've got your seven quick questions where you interview an athlete. I Like, I just can't imagine how much work went into that. How did you fit that in? Um, well, obviously the first magazine, I guess, because I'm, I've never obviously wrote a magazine before, but it was really fun. And it was, I guess it was because I'd only actually interviewed one person at the time. And that was before I actually decided to make the magazine. So I, I went into it, I guess, not really knowing what to do, but I think it definitely turned out better than I expected. And it's definitely blown up and <laughs> it's um, much bigger and getting a lot of attention so I'm I'm still in shock of what's happening yeah do you know why it's getting a lot of attention Abby I think it's because it's the first kind of magazine about women's sport I guess and I don't think I've ever seen one exactly right and the fact that you are 11 and you have come up with this idea and you've just run with it and you've put it out there in the world is amazing and I just yeah, like I'm so, I, I, we've met for the first time today and I'm so proud of you just because of you're chasing that passion and you're chasing that dream and you're putting that out there into the world and showing all the amazing things these women in sport are doing. How long did it take you to put that magazine together, like that first issue? Um, I think it might have been over the course of two weeks if I spent maybe an hour or two every day, maybe a bit less, maybe a bit more but probably over the course of two weeks. So we ended up getting it out before um, October started because it's an October issue, which I think was a good idea. Yeah, definitely. And it's incredible. And in terms of like where we can find it, so we can go to your Instagram account. So give your Instagram account a shout out. What is it? Um, it's Abby underscore her way. So um, yeah, there's a link to the, where you can buy the magazine. Um, you can also search up Herway Magazine or Abby Herway Magazine and you can buy it on the website. Yep, and we'll, I'll make sure all of those links are in the show notes as well to make it super easy <laughs> for people. But a huge part of, you know, what this podcast is about is how like sport can be used to benefit the community. And um, what you've actually done is your magazine is $2 to purchase and you donate 50% of that to the UNICEF Empowering Girls Through Cricket which I think is phenomenal. And I think it's a big shout out to the amazing work that you're now doing is you're giving back to the community through this magazine. What was it about that cause that made you want to donate? Um, well, I guess I think it was a good idea that we donated some of the money to charity and preferably one that helps girls in sport or people play sport. So I think UNICEF's program was a good one because it's helping girls in developing countries, countries like Sri Lanka play cricket and have the opportunity to play cricket and have the same um, equipment as people here so that more girls will get into cricket and sport. Yes, I really love that because I've studied at uni a Bachelor of Sport Development, which is basically how sport can be used as a tool to help the community. And a program like that 
is exactly what that's about. And I just love that you were able to find that program and then link your profits to that. Like that is phenomenal and you've done so well. And that's a big part of why I asked you to come on is because I think it's not only you're putting out amazing stuff and amazing content, but it's you're also giving back 50% of what that magazine is to this amazing cause and you're helping girls in developing countries through that. Um, yeah, I, I'm really proud of how it's gone and I'm I'm really happy that we've decided to give money to a charity that's going to help girls. So yeah, I'm really happy about <laughs> that and that we've actually asked UNICEF, we've asked like UNICEF on, well not me because I'm 11 and you have to be 30 on Instagram, but I asked, um, we've like contacted UNICEF. So yeah, we're they, they know about them. I think they're really happy that yeah. we're doing that's fantastic. Well, we, we don't know where you're going to end up, Missy, but it's going to be somewhere good, I think. Do you have a favourite memory so far in the world of sport? I know we touched on playing those halftime matches in Auskick, but do you have like a favourite memory? When you think of sport, what's your favourite memory? I, I don't think anyone's ever asked me that question. It would probably be something where I'm watching sport, um, like when Ash Barty won. Wimbledon was really cool because I I met her a few years ago although it was really late at night I couldn't watch the whole match unfortunately but I think it was a really cool sporting moment um when she won because she was I think the first Indigenous woman to win in over 50 years so that was that's probably one of my favorite moments. Yeah that was certainly phenomenal I don't know Australia went crazy when she won that uh, that's a, that's a great answer I threw that at you and you've done really well with answering that one so one of the last questions and I've got a few more for you after this anyway but I want to see because Abby you are the future of sport I feel like you're going to make a, such a change and you already are making a change in so many people's lives, especially through donating this money back. But where do you see the future of sport? Where do you want to see it? One of the reasons I started the magazine is because I wanted to see women and men equal in sport. So one of the things is that women aren't getting paid as much money and I guess they have to have other jobs. So I hope that when I'm older and hopefully I'm playing a sport I don't know what sport I want to play when I'm older but hopefully when I'm older maybe in five or ten years time that or even sooner that you'll have to pay the same amount of money to watch women's sporting events as the men they'll get paid the same amount of money so they won't have to have other jobs and well they can be better and hopefully some because I know there's quite a few sports where men have a competition but the women don't so I hope that just in general men and women will be equal yeah, I I think that too. And growing up, it wasn't as close to the equality as it is now. So I think we're definitely going in the right way. And, you know, change makers like you are definitely, you know, helping that push along. And I think it's fantastic. I can see you've got an Elise yeah. Perry book in the background. Is she one of your favourite athletes? Um, I do really look up to, I guess, because my favourite sports are cricket and AFL, I do look up to Elise Perry and like, um, Alyssa Healy and Beth Mooney but yeah um, I, I don't think I've read a whole book yet but I've got quite a few books about sport I might have five or six maybe even seven but yeah I I, like, I have a lot of books I guess I hope to I can collect more um, women's sport books yeah well just think you've got a book review in each one of your issues of your magazine <laughs> so you're gonna have to read the books to be able to review them so I, I think you're yeah. off to a good start 
yeah, one of the good bits about the magazine is that I get to read books as well. Yeah, it's amazing. And so I want to know, because I know the back of this current issue of October, it says there's kind of a summer issue, but are you going to do a November issue, do you reckon? Because I didn't really expect the magazine to well, be this big. I was originally going to make one every maybe couple of months, so every two months. But after seeing the attention it's got, I'm definitely going to have to do a, well, I've already started on the November one, so we're going to have to make one every month now, I think. Oh, that is amazing. So this uh, podcast is going to be coming out close to the end of October. So when's the November one get released? Or we'll, we'll see, is it kind of start of November, end of October? Um, I think it might be at the rate it's going. I think it's going to be released maybe on maybe the last, maybe the first of November or the last few days of October. Perfect. Definitely soon. Yeah, that's fantastic. And you've got lots of athletes lined up and, and lots of interviews on the way. Yeah, I've already done a few interviews with people which I can't name yet because it's a surprise but yeah I've definitely um, been able to interview more people than last time which was only the one Hannah Green who was on the cover but I've been able to interview more people and I hopefully you will get to interview a lot more. Yes yes definitely I'm sure they'll all be on board and I'll be passing it on to anyone that I've spoken to to give you a call if if you're interested but (laughs) What's your favourite part of making this magazine been? I think I enjoy all of it. The fun bits are, I guess, getting to interview people and getting to, um, yeah, speak to so many athlete, female athletes, which has been really cool. And it's it's kind of weird because I'm still getting used to this whole thing. It's weird just um, casually chatting to a um, female, amazing female athlete. So that's probably my favourite bit. Yeah, it's pretty surreal, isn't it? And you don't really realise and you're like, oh, I just spoke to like a world champion or an Olympian and you kind of have to pinch yourself. I've st- I still feel that, so don't worry. Yeah, I, I, I haven't got my head around this yet and it's just like, I just spoke to an Olympian. So <laughs> I, I can't, even weeks later now, it's been released for about a month. I still just in shock. Yeah, it's it's amazing though. This is a big question and you don't have to give me an answer, but I know a lot of kids your age get asked, what do you want to do when you grow up? And I know you like writing and I know you like sports. So are you trying to go into that area or you just don't know yet and you're just enjoying the ride? I guess I've changed what I want to do when I'm older quite a few times, but (laughs) um, I kind of want to, I guess, I might not be making this magazine forever but I I want to continue this for quite a few more years hopefully um I also I guess want to be a sports journalist or like I want to play a sport maybe AFL or cricket if I can continue playing that and get better I also want to be maybe a sport teacher but yeah I guess something along the lines of writing and sport yeah and you know what you can do all of those things in the in the span of your life and they all are kind of complementary to each other so you just follow where your heart goes and keep you know keep working hard and you will get wherever you want to be like look at how far you've come already (laughs) thanks I'll take that advice and I guess I can oh I hope I can do everything I want to do at some point in my life 
I think you definitely will. And I am so excited to see where you, where you take it. And even the next issue, like I'm, um, my birthday is at the start of November, so I'm going to be reading oh, it yeah. on my birthday, I think. <laughs> yeah, but hopefully I can make one when it's my birthday as well. Oh, yeah, you'll have to do a special bonus. When, <laughs> what month is your birthday in? It's in May. So. May. Yeah, you'll have to keep it going all the way to May. <laughs> yeah, um, hopefully I can continue it for a few other years. I think you will. So, Abby, thank you so, so much for coming on today. I am so excited to share Her Way magazine with everyone out there because it is fantastic. Like, the quality of it is phenomenal and I I just can't get over how amazingly you've put it together, really. Thanks. I can't, like I've said before, can't believe I've done it either. (laughs) Well, thank you for coming on again. And, yeah, I look forward to reading that November issue. (laughs) Thanks. Thank you for listening to this episode of Beyond Sport with Fiona Stewart. This is a completely independent podcast that has been created to share the journey and lessons of top-level sporting professionals, but also your everyday lover of sport. If you liked this podcast, I'd really appreciate if you could leave a review and share it with someone who you think would also enjoy it. Until next time.